Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Uncensored, unfiltered, uncut. You are listening to Just Thinking with the one and only Stan Wangland. Hey everybody, how the heck are you doing? This is Stan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. Has everybody been behaving themselves? I hope not. It's 2020 and my goal was to say, hey, have as much fun as you can. And look what happened, man. We're about two seconds away or we're two seconds away last night of having an even bigger shooting war than we anticipated for. And I don't feel like laughing uh, about it, but I have to give it a giggle because uh, that's the name of the show today. I certainly don't want to do another show about Donald Trump unless I have to. And everything that can be said about Iran has probably been said, but I'm going to say just a little more, I guess, from a little bit different perspective. But uh, the name of today's show has to be Crazy Town. That's one, uh, that's one title, uh, you know, that we can use. Or, uh, I don't know, this is kind of a dated picture, but it's a classic by Stanley Kubrick. It's Dr. Strangelove with Peter Sellers. Come on, you must have seen it. You know, it's just a famous picture. It's like failsafe, but a comedic version about that. Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Love the Bomb. 
And it's a famous picture that was made, and it's a satire on all the craziness surrounded by people who want war in the world. And I must tell you, uh, seeing what has gone down in Iran, seeing this country literally go off the fucking guardrails. I can't say go off the friggin' guardrails or just go off the guardrails. I, I, I'm sorry, folks. I have to use some bad language there for my own sanity. Just to go off the fucking guardrails in everything. The constant lying. The constant nonsense. The constant impulsiveness. Uh, it's, it's crazy town, man. And, and I'm not foaming at the mouth here or anything else like that. I'm not burnt out on this guy. I don't have uh, uh, combat fatigue, uh, you know, uh, from watching this this idiot do things. And I, I have to I have to say that to to watch this band of rogues, rascals, and ne'er do wells. I just have to say uh, it is crazy town, and people are getting crazier by the second. Uh, supporting him, not supporting him, analyzing things, not analyzing things. Uh, as a 69-year-old man going on 70 years old, and I think a reasonable person, I know I, I, I kid around on the show. I mean, I can vote for or approve of conservative things. I can approve of liberal things. I mean, we can judge things on the issue, you know, on the information. But in all my days, in the worst periods of uh, politics, when I thought things were completely asinine, this stuff takes the cake and then some. And it's not just for, it's not for bumping this guy off. You know, this guy is a Salmani, uh, you know, from Iran. That's bad enough. Uh, not because he's a guy that isn't worthy of getting bumped off. It's because we're really not supposed to have a policy of knocking off world leaders, uh, you know, assassinating people. And doing things like that, you know, we used to do this quite a bit over the world in South America. It's how the Shah of Iran got in, by the way, and other people. This is, you know, a lot of the problems throughout the world have been through these kind of regime change policies. This was the crap that went on in in Vietnam and other places. But the absolute craziness of stuff and and people just don't put it together. I mean, you know getting voted out of Iraq by the Iraqi parliament. And then our own, uh, you know, general in the area sends them a letter saying, you know, we're leaving and everything else. And then the State Department and the Department of Defense and the president say, it's a, it's a mistake. It's a mistake. To, I mean, how crazy is that? How crazy is that, that nobody could anticipate the reaction uh, from Iran on that kind of stuff? And I take a different approach with the stuff with Iran. I, I'll agree uh, in in uh, in many ways with the administration and with the hawks of saying the Iranians are out of control uh, in, in looking uh, you know to provoke people and do crazy things. However, upon examination, I'm not saying they're right. They are what I, you've heard me say on the show a million times. Always provide an enemy with a means of escape. They are being strangled economically because this country and other countries want a regime change. They want these guys out and they are decimating that country financially. So they do wild and erratic and hateful things. 
And they're wild and erratic and hateful people sometimes who were opposing us. And quite frankly, if I was an Iranian, I wouldn't be too fond of what we're doing. You know, why do you think all these problems developed years ago in the Middle East? Do you think this was because we were trying to promote democracy? I'm not putting our country down. And even if I was, how about let's tell the truth on things? It's not about oil, baby. It's about protecting Israel, man. It's about the Suez Canal. It's about that part of the region of the world being uh, an important buffer, uh, an important area in terms of uh, access to sea, access, you know, on the Soviet border, uh, you know, in different areas, uh, Turkey and all the, all these other kinds of geopolitical and, you know, fiscal kinds of concerns and these huge corporations that, again, that want oil and other things like that. This is what it's all about, man. So we've been playing with these people like a big old imperialist power-based country. Sorry if you don't like the tone of that. I'm a pretty conservative guy, man, you know? Like I said, you know, I'm not um, I'm not looking to put our country down, but come on, man, let's call an ace and ace and a spade a spade, as they used to say. Let's tell it like it is, baby. You know, this is why Africa is all frigged up. Oh, not from us. You can thank, you know, Great Britain and a whole host of other countries for that one. Or South America or other places all over the world. You know, China, Japan, every, you know, the problems that were there. I mean, come on, man. This is the way of the world. But here we are in the 21st century. And what do we have? We have people just pulling shit out of their behind and throwing up against the wall and saying, Let, let's, let's try this out here. This is crazy town. This is crazy town. We have a country, you know, in Iran where, you know, about 40% of the people were, you know, rioting just a few weeks ago, months ago, where they actually had to suspend the internet for 10 days. They lost millions and billions of dollars on all this stuff. And what did we do? We killed one of their leaders over there and then you get everybody together again. Why would we do that? So one guy can say that he's a he's a more uh, a hawkish person than President Obama. What kind of nuttiness, nuttiness is that to to throw the dice and take a crapshoot like that with a bunch of rogue characters like this? And I have to tell you, tell you honestly, I, I didn't freak out over it. And last night when they I said, "Whoop, here it goes." I was just having a conversation with my son, who's a disabled veteran from the Middle East. And uh, we were disagreeing on a rare occasion over, uh, over this uh, assassination of this guy, Sulmani. I, I think he's a bad actor. But again, he's a patriot for his country. I get it. What is he supposed to do? Love us? For what reason? What have he done for them lately? Just like, why would we love them? They're not being very loving to us. You know, we have very different agendas. But let's be straight about it. With those kind of things. And I said, you know, there's a, there's a good chance an accident's going to happen or he's going to go too far. This guy doesn't have a de-escalation plan. And sure enough, these rockets come flying over. But I have to say, and I'm glad to see that I think clearly on things. I said to myself, nah, this is a face-saving thing. And my wife said, why are you saying that? It's the same thing they said this morning when I woke up because I went to bed perfectly calm. I, I said, I'm not watching the news anymore. I don't think anybody's going to get hurt, if at all. Otherwise, they'd be screaming. And I said, an hour or two has gone by, and they're announcing the second wave. This is uh, like, uh, this is saving face. You know? This is saving face. They're not sending in the big guns. 
it looks big. It looks good. It's good for the Iranian people to show what your leaders did. But they gave Americans plenty of warning time so that they didn't have to kill anybody and enrage us. What they were doing is giving a desperate enemy. That's us now. This this dopey idiot, our president, backed himself in a corner. <clears throat> and the Iranians also backed themselves in a corner. But they did find a very clever way because they've been doing this way longer than we have, man. Way, way longer. That's why the shit's never going to end over there with them. Ever. Ever going to end with them at all. And nobody gets that. The Russians got it after 10 years. We're there 20 years. Not going to happen. Our history goes back with them into the 70s, man. I was there. I had no gas in my car over it. These guys are crazy. Iranian people are lovely like anybody else. But the leaderships, the policy of the fanatics in every country, like there's fanatics in our country. Every country has fanatics. Not good. Not good. Remember a thing called the Crusades? Yeah, these countries in the Middle East and, and, and westernized countries like ours, uh, you know, from where we come from in Europe. I mean, shit, we've been battling since the 11th century, man, with one another, on and off, screwing each other over, on and off. This ain't nothing new. And these people, uh, and I don't mean these people like there were different people. That's a slip of the tongue. But uh, the people in this region of the world, you know, with uh, certain things like jihad and things like that, they're serious about this shit. It's like vendetta in Sicily. So when you have American leaders uh, going off half-cocked and experimenting and just shooting from the hip, Crazy town, crazy town, and crazy town. And that's why it's like Dr. Strangelove. It's just like that movie. Because it was the same thing. Where people just decided they were going to throw all caution and common sense and abandon uh, to the wind. And just, uh, you know, roll with it. Riff with it. You know, free base, man. You know, whatever you want to call it. What a policy. And as I watched this guy today... Do his crazy news conference. It's insane. He reminded me of an abusive uh, husband because he does this every time. He gets he gets riled up with a tax war with somebody or, you know, he's, you know, we're going to show you Kim Jong. We're going to show you shock and awe. We have equipment. We're going to try to scare the shit out of people. Tell them all the things he's going to do. And even when he does it, as soon as somebody has the potential that he knows to kick him right back in the nuts or do something that he doesn't know how to get out of. He shuts up, uh, he gets lucky or some kind of way he gets out of it or he just lies about it. And then he says, but uh, yeah, well, I'm not going to do anything right now. We're the most powerful uh, people in the world. And I did this for your own good. You know, I had to hit you, baby. Uh, I really wanted something good for you. It's nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts that our politicians are doing that. It's nuts that we have a secretary of state who's a complete liar. He stands up there like a three-year-old uh, with a face on. As a psychologist, I could tell you, if you're a military analyst, a police officer, anybody, would say, that guy's showing all the class. He's just lying. Everybody lies. They lie like a rug. They're off the guardrails. There's no law. There's no order. There's no rules. There's no regulations. There's no policy. It's crazy town. It's like having a kid with ADHD in charge of the fucking country. Now, if this is good enough for you, if it's good enough for the economy, you know, if, uh, tax breaks where you're stealing things, uh, you got a budget deficit that's going right out the fucking roof. Uh, you got generals standing there, you know that they're humor in the sky. You know? 
businessmen ripping you off left and right, regulations being cut all the place, damage being done to our economy, to our morality, to our way of life, to our rule of law in our country. Hey, if everybody thinks that's okay, man, uh, to me, I, it is what it is, baby. And that's the point of this show. It's crazy town. And I don't need any more analysis because everything that you see to me is just nonsense. It's analysis paralysis. This guy has to go or not. I don't care whether he gets impeached. I don't care whether he slips and falls down the stairs and uh, bumps his head. And uh, God forbid he dies or gets seriously hurt. But maybe he just can't function for a while and has to go bye-bye. You know? Or he gets voted out or whatever. But... Uh, I don't know, man, you know, uh, there's going to have to be a lot of hard work with uh, us getting in as an American people, whether we're Democrats, Republicans or whatever, some responsible people to bring sanity, some law and order. Um, it's almost like you need some kind of a um, congressional wide Earp, man. You know, not a military coup. I mean, this isn't seven days in May. That's another famous picture about taking over the government. No, I'm not advocating for that. But man, we gotta we gotta really start valuing sanity in this country, because uh, this crapshoot mentality is gonna bite bite us on the ass. This was a lucky break on this one. This was a lucky break, but uh, it's gonna go south one day soon, because the law of average is just gonna catch up with it. But that's my show for today. I was gonna talk about Tom Brady and some other things, or. Some funny things that are out there, but uh, hey, how could you ignore this uh, feast of uh, madmen and women out there? If you're okay with it, though, I would suggest uh, that you think again. Don't be. But I'll catch you next time on Just Thinking, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, rate, review it, and hit the subscribe button. And if you didn't, uh, you know, I'm... Uh, so sorry, but that's what I've been thinking about. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can get me at Stan Wangland. That's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. And I'll catch you next time. Have some fun out there. It's 2020. Even if the bombs are falling, try and get a couple of good moments in. <laughs> I'm just fooling, guys. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And also you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S Wanglin. That's at S Wanglin. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at www.podcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? 
Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms.